0: welcome to inside the mind of a podcast where i dive deeper into the minds of some of my favorite people and people who inspire me in the wrestling community join with me today co-founder co-host and editor of world elite pod and social media manager for floor slapper sports which is such a tongue twister if you really try and say it uh really dylan are. a bear. now that we know <laughs> how to pronounce your last name how you doing <laughs>
1: i'm doing good katie thanks for having me on i'm i'm uh, very excited to be here
0: oh i mean it's rare when someone reaches out to me to do this so thank you for reaching out for wanting to do this this is one of my favorite things this is like my baby she leads a great show and i'm very proud of it but this is this is my baby
1: Oh, for sure, yeah. The uh, moment I had the opportunity of asking you to come on, I've been watching your series for quite some time now, so getting the opportunity to do so, yeah, I knew I had to jump at it.
0: Well, thank you. It's been about... it. I don't even remember when the first episode came out. It's been about a year, at least. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. Yeah, because if she leads a year, so that means inside the mind of roughly a year, give or take. But yeah, we're... We're reaching, reaching some milestones. I'm very had proud of this. I think we're about 20 interviews in, which is something I never thought of. So, again, thank you for being a fan of this show and me and wanting to be on.
1: Oh, yeah. It's not a problem at all.
0: So, why not get started here? How did you get your start in podcasting?
1: So my start is, is quite lengthy. It's it's, it all started uh, pretty much how anyone uh, that we've ever talked to when it came to podcasting, got their starts. And that was during the pandemic. Uh, we got our starts, uh, we started the show in November, 2020 and, and you would think, you know, around the pandemic when it first started, which for around here and mainly anywhere in the U S was about mid-March to early april i would say is whenever uh, things really got uh, bad over here uh well i got married on march 7, 2020 and and we uh, went on our honeymoon and about two days in uh and that's when the pandemic really really started happening and we had to come home and we were like on lockdown the whole time so if, if me and my wife were going to test our marriage then i mean that was <laughs> it right there being locked in the house together so so i started doing graphic designing for a smaller website called downtown sports network i was actually reached out to about it because they've seen my work before and and if my work was good back then then i feel like i've, I've gotten a lot better because i do it for floor slapper sports and i do our graphic work for world elite so i was reached out to about doing graphics and and all of a sudden, I wanted to do more because I feel like I wasn't contributing as much. And if I'm a part of something, I want to contribute more and more and more. That's why I started out uh, with the graphics for Floor Slapper Sports. And now I'm the social media manager. And now me and Tim have a lot of uh, projects that are in the works right now. So, uh, so I started doing article writing about wrestling. Uh, Kayla, who's uh, one of the co-hosts for uh, Queen's Takeover, she was uh, the head writer over there. So I got with her and so i started writing about wrestling over there but it's like i still feel like i was not doing enough i wanted to do more and it's like you know being cooped up in the house it's like you want to do so much and and there's so much it's like you're so limited so so all of a sudden i i got with the guy who owns the website and i'm a big fan of uh, the new orleans saints football team and then uh, I told him, I want to write about the Saints too. So because I watched the games, I've been going to games for like, like 15 years. We had season six. We just gave them up recently uh, with my mom's health and everything. So uh, so so I got with a guy who did uh, the articles for uh, the Saints, Devin Jackson. So I started writing about the Saints for a couple months. And I always asked them, you know, is there any way that we could start a show about this? That's, I know there's multiple shows for, for Downtown Sports Network that are doing podcasts for their teams and uh see one i think the head ones like the rams because the guy who owns the site's a big rams fan mm-hmm. and they uh and has it for the jets the bills i mean there's so many teams but the saints didn't have one so uh so i reached out to him and i said hey i said would well, you want to start a show about this i know uh, we could talk about the weekly games we can uh, talk recaps previews whatnot and then uh, about a month of it being in the works we finally started it in october Uh, But that guy was so, so busy with his schedule. He's a really busy guy, Devin. So, unfortunately, the show is no longer a thing. We even branched off from Downtown Sports, started our own thing. Uh, But it was so hard to get him to do a show because of his job, you know, his his personal life. It was just a lot. So, me and Marcus actually talked uh, podcasting uh, way before the saint show was a thing but it's like we didn't have experience like we didn't have equipment uh we didn't know how to go about recording anything or or even uploading anything Mm -hmm. so once i got with Devin, who gave me some pointers about how to do everything then he uh kind of told me you know this is what you record on uh these are some softwares that i use to edit and this is where i upload my stuff so that's when i got back with marcus i'm like hey i said do you want to kind of revisit the idea of starting a show I said, we watch wrestling all the time. You know, we watch all the weekly shows and he was like, yeah. He said, cause I thought about going out and get my own equipment. I already had a mic. I had my laptop, webcam and whatnot. So, so the idea of us starting a show came back to life, but the only problem we were facing is what do we call it? You know, there's so many uh, wrestling podcasts out there. Mm-hmm. Everyone, uh, kind of got their start around the pandemic when we wanted to start. And even a lot of people got started way before the pandemic. Uh so many people are like, you know, a few hundred episodes in. We're I yeah. uh, just uploaded 180 a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. So so I left Marcus to start uh, brainstorming some ideas and he presented two names to me. He said one that I I felt a life for me, cannot remember it, and he said World Elite. And I said, Well, where did you get that from? He said, Well, World from World Wrestling Entertainment and Elite from All Elite Wrestling. Mm-hmm. So that made me kind of think that we were gonna start talking about just AEW and WWE. And that's what – and and our first episode was a recap, I think, of full gear from 2020, even though I didn't even watch it. So uh, we recorded our first episode. I edited it, and it sounded great, and it's like we wanted to continue doing it more and more. And and the sad part is – I told him this also – is that I feel like I didn't show my full attention to World Elite because I was doing so much with my Saints show that – uh, that kind of balancing two podcasts was tough and it's like i did not really care about doing world elite that much mm-hmm. so when the saint show went under i said okay i said this is my time to wake up to open up my eyes and see what cool opportunity i got in front of me to keep talking wrestling uh, there's a possibility that we can start bringing on indie wrestlers uh, we can talk to other podcasters have them on our show as guests and then yeah the idea grew more and more and more and uh, we're near two years in we're about to record our two-year anniversary uh next week so yeah it's it's been a hell of a ride uh the show has been in some hot water already i i'm not gonna go into that because it's it's already been talked about enough uh, last year but uh, yeah you know there's no uh I'm there's no two other people I would want to keep doing this show with other than Marcus and then my cousin Jordan, uh, who we brought on about, I would say, two three months into doing the show. So it's been a hell of a ride. You know, it's it's been a hell of a journey into podcasting. I never thought that starting out doing graphics for a website uh, would suddenly lead into me doing uh, podcasting. And then two years later... Uh, doing it because I was not an open person growing up Uh, just going up to somebody and talking to them and even doing stuff like this I would never think two years ago I'd be doing something like this so it's been just crazy
0: Uh, you are a thousand percent correct 90 percent of the people I talk to just whether it's through this or just on Twitter started because of the pandemic I started because of the pandemic I was bored made a tweet bada bing bada boom the story's been told on this show too many times I won't even repeat it um but it in it like thinking of a name was very difficult thankfully I had my co-host kinda we were we became friends because of like the Young Bucks so like she leet and I was like oh my god it's genius and now it's kinda become it's own thing and a brand I love seeing the growth and of people and like their podcasts like two years is a hell of an accomplishment and congratulations to you guys because this will come out um not this upcoming monday but the following monday is when i'm releasing this so you guys will probably already have it recorded so this is my saying congratulations to you guys on two years (laughs) um so you have a hundred or you're filming 180 episode 180 tonight right
1: uh, we just did, uh, well, when it comes to audio episodes, we have 180. If you count, like, live streams and stuff, we're way past 200. <laughs> so, <Yeah.
0: laughs> um, with either just just the 180 or every live stream you've done, um, do you have any favorite episodes you've done, whether it's on your show or you've been a part of?
1: So, uh, yeah, it, it actually comes from a YouTube video that we just released. I would say a couple of weeks ago and uh, we're going to be making uh, uh, quite a big announcement on, on our show, but I guess I'll kind of release a little bit of a spoiler uh, for it. So, so you're, I mean, the first one to hear this other than Marcus and Jordan, Uh, but yeah, we're, we're a wrestling show. We love talking about wrestling, but we've kind of have uh, been developing into talking about other stuff like uh, movies, TV shows, Uh, Mm -hmm. Jordan and Marcus did like a movie uh, review of a Halloween movie. Uh, me and Marcus did like the uh, like the entire Netflix series for the Dahmer uh, series that came out. We did a review on that. Mm. So we love talking about other things other than wrestling. So we're kind of uh, we're kind of trying to uh, grow into like a wrestling slash entertainment show. Like we love okay. to talk about other things, and I think it allows us to have more people and uh, that's not on the wrestling side of things that wants to talk about other things so we interviewed someone who's big on TikTok. he's around from our area he lives in lafayette louisiana who's about i would say 40 minutes from me and he has a lot of like, like a lot of eating videos he buys different things a lot of people send him stuff from different states different countries and he was an absolute character like this guy was one of my favorite interviews i would say one of my favorite non-wrestling interviews because we've interviewed a crazy amount of indie wrestlers. We have interviewed people who have gone on to sign with like, like Impact, who have done shows in AEW Dark and whatnot. Like We interviewed Masa Slamovich, who's with Impact now. She's one of my favorite interviews. She was really cool to talk to. Uh, but one of my favorite wrestling interviews, I would say, is Matt McCarthy. He's a former writer for the uh, WWE. Uh, Nick from, uh, from UW Pod just interviewed him, I would say, about a month before we got him. So uh, Nick kind of gave me some pointers as to what to ask him because, because uh, I booked Matt and I'm like, what the fuck do I ask this guy? I said there's so much to talk about with him, and I, I just don't know what to ask him. So yeah, thanks to Nick for for giving me some pointers on that interview. So, uh, but for my I say if I'm gonna have a favorite one. Yeah, it's gotta be the guy from TikTok. He was so down to earth, and uh, being from Louisiana, kind of that southern hospitality that we always offer over here. I feel like he had that same kind of mindset we did. So yeah, for sure I gotta go with that one.
0: Uh, I always love when people like give me like exclusives. I'm like, thank you so much. Yeah. I feel like a real like reporter. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like that's kind of the reason I like filming these. I like there was a one point where I did them in bulk, and it was like a month before like the person's episode came out. So I always like yeah. that's why at the end when I'm like, oh future plans, I'm like tell me for the next like month or two and just in case, um. <laughs> but no like the entertainment thing will be cool cause then you're opening up and branching out to another demographic basically um cause yeah you have everyone everyone has a wrestling podcast we all know this we both have mm-hmm. wrestling podcasts uh but having a wrestling podcast and something else helps and mm-hmm. helps you stand out a little more so I think you guys are and you guys have already done like you said the Dahmer series and Halloween Ends which, that's, that's a whole nother topic we can talk about after the fact if you want. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, no, that's going to be super cool. And you guys are obviously very passionate about it. So it's going to be something very interesting to see from you guys. Because it's a good show. Like, worldly Lay Pod's fantastic. So seeing you guys branch out mm-hmm. more is going to be awesome. And, hell yeah, TikTokers? Relevancy. There you go
1: right yeah oh for sure
0: (laughs) so um before this we were kind of talking about um how you guys used to live stream all the time and with the league and everything so whether it be through those because i know there's probably a lot or your own episodes um any unexpected moments you can think of that kind of just stand out in your head
1: yeah oh absolutely uh from watching your series i knew this question was going to come so i absolutely prepared myself for this uh so it was on our last uh, live stream that we did and for those that are uh, very aware you know there's there's not gonna be any live streams for a while and, and those are the people that know uh, what happened but uh, it was on the last live stream everyone was hammered i was i was pretty gone and uh, I think everyone was just having a great time. We were about five hours into the episode. Like we had some fun on there, and yeah, just like Tim said when uh, you interviewed him, like we stayed on forever. We always stay on for these uh, these episodes, and I was not uh, prepared to stay on as long as we did because we stay on like upwards sometimes three, four. I think the longest one I did was almost like six hours. Jesus and I was pretty much dead by the time that it was over. And the crazy part is is, is for that one is when the time changed and the time went forward. So I lost even more sleep. So thank God I'm off on weekends because that really, really helped me. Um, But if I'm gonna say unexpected, I think I'm gonna go to our last live stream that we did. And all of a sudden, uh, Nick uh, was able to share his screen with something and you were a part of it because we started live streaming uh, it was a second live stream, and it was Ritter's live stream. And oh, I think y'all had yeah. Will from from Bosh, Bosh, Bosh Share Shots. And and all the comments that they were posting, I didn't, I didn't put nothing. <laughs> but they were putting all kind of stuff, and it was just the funniest thing ever. I did not expect any of that to happen. On stream, I know you can share stuff, but I didn't think Nick was on there to where he could share something as well. So, so at first, Nick was trying to figure out. He's pretty drunk already. He couldn't figure nothing out. And for me, I got the whole screen record on my phone, and sometimes I go back and watch it. It's, it's just crazy to even see that. But, yeah, that's pretty unexpected as to uh, uh, something happening on the show. I don't have a ton of unexpected moments from live streams or any episodes, but I think that one right there, if I'm a part of it, yeah, it was it was absolutely uh, just great.
0: I remember that. because I, I It might have been the episode we had Will on. Um, you know what? But yeah, we were just, you know, just talking about whatever, and we can all see the comments. And I think it was, it might have been Ryan. And I, I can't remember who exactly said it. They were like, oh, we're live streaming your live stream right yeah, now. Yeah, it was Ryan,
1: yeah. I, yeah, I was just like, was.
0: what the fuck is happening right now?
1: <laughs> oh, man, it's so good. And that was so good.
0: That's just, I mean, like you said you were laughing hysterically and that was the towards probably the end of a very very long live stream so and you're all Mm -hmm. drunk uh, or or both or multiple things
1: right yeah Yeah. oh yeah because when we do our live streams we're always drinking something and and usually I uh, really don't drink much during the streams I don't drink much in general Mm -hmm. but it's like it's like they were going down so good and they're going so quickly I'm like Fuck it, I'm just going for it. So yeah.
0: <laughs> I I mean, sometimes yeah, if it tastes good. I like especially if alcohol doesn't taste like alcohol, it's game over. Mm. If it tastes oh, like juice absolutely. hell no, I'm done. Yeah.
1: Oh my god. because <laughs> yeah, I do a lot of I do a lot of seltzer sometimes. I recently got into seltzer <sighs> uh and it does not taste like it has any alcohol in it, but that will put you on your ass quick.
0: I can't, that's for sure i can't do seltzers i've tried i'm there's not some a fan that aren't bad
1: there's some that aren't bad to be honest i mean i do and this has been a while because I've, I've recently got back into drinking beer but yeah seltzers i can do like a truly or some of those other ones like, i know they have like the bud light seltzer sour that's like a seasonal thing so i'm waiting for that to come out because when uh we did our first uh long live stream i put down like a whole variety pack of them and <laughs> yeah it didn't even seem like there was alcohol in it but i don't remember much from like the second half of the night so it's crazy how much that can do to you
0: yeah i've i've tried a few different ones i've called ronda rousey a white claw as a human being on air multiple times i i am just i don't know i'm not a fan i don't i don't hate people who like them i'm y'all like whatever you like i just i can't i'm like a vodka or wine. I'm simple. The easy, simple stuff.
1: Yeah. Oh, man.
0: So, with very little free time that you have, because you do a lot, what are some of your mm. other hobbies besides podcasting?
1: So, in my spare time, if I'm not working, I'm not doing shows, and like I said, with my internet being back, uh, being good, then I'm doing a lot of shows nowadays, but if I'm not and if my wife's actually off, which is only on weekends, then uh, we're going somewhere. We're like she wants to go shopping somewhere or something. And like I said, my mom has dealt with health issues, so there's times that she can uh, go out the house. I love to take her places. I love, like, uh for for where I live at, it's not a big place, so there's not a lot uh, like around me. Mm-hmm. So if we want to go out and actually go somewhere, it's like roughly about a forty-minute drive to go somewhere to actually do something that's not like like your typical uh, Walmart, McDonald's and stuff like that. If you went somewhere nice, then you're going out of town. So sometimes I like to bring my mom out, you know, to get out the house a little bit, or since my wife finally got a new job and she's off on weekends, I love to take her places and all that. So uh, yeah, if I'm not spending time with family, then I'm just at my house uh, playing video games. I'm a big video game guy, or now that football season's back, I'm, I'm watching football on weekends. Okay.
0: Uh, video game wise uh, anything recently you've played or something you're excited that's coming out
1: uh, for me uh, video games I'm not your typical uh, shooting games or I mean if it's a shooting game it's more than likely Grand Theft Auto but I'm more into sports Um, I'm a Madden guy uh, MLB the show there's nothing really coming out right now that I'm interested in to be honest but uh, lately, I've been on, like, Madden. Uh, me and uh, Jordan, who hang out uh, quite often, he's uh, he only lives about 30 minutes from me. He hangs out with me on weekends. Uh, we play uh, a lot of baseball. I kick his ass all the time on there. And, yeah, uh, that's that's mainly what I stick to, a lot of sports games. I'm a big sports guy, so, yeah, I like to stick to that.
0: Okay. I mean, it makes sense.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: when people usually say video games, I'm always curious to see, like, what they play or what they're into. Is, I mean, right. Grand, Grand Theft Auto is a classic. Do you have a favorite Grand oh. Theft Auto game?
1: Uh, probably the only one I ever beats, I would say, is the most recent one, Grand Theft Auto Five. Okay. But favorite, I'm gonna go with San Andreas. That is the uh, correct
0: answer. I, uh, yes, I love
1: San Andreas. I think Vice City a close second because yep. I have the, uh, the bundle that came out like with three of Vice City and San Andreas. I've been playing the hell out of that. So. Uh, five was the only one I ever beat, and that I actually had the patience on learning the story. But yep. if I if I get time, I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna try to beat San Andreas, try to learn the story because I love the story from from GTA 5. So if I'm gonna uh, start playing a story, it's it's definitely gonna be San Andreas.
0: Yeah, I now that I think about it, I think GTA 5 is the only one I beat, and mm-hmm. like because like my brother had like all the Grand Theft Auto games, so I'd always play like San Andreas and stuff with him. But when I got five, I remember, I think I got it, like, Christmas, the year it came out or something. So I just, I spent, like, the whole next day cranking out as much as I could. Because the story, like, three different people you get to choose between, and, like, the stories intertwining, the different,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like, scenarios you can choose. It, it's a hell of a game.
1: Oh, yeah. That's now for sure. Now
0: we just need six to come out, but with these people keep leaking everything, it's never going to fucking come out.
1: Oh, yeah. We're gonna be waiting forever for that.
0: It's, it's, I've come to the conclusion it's never coming out. I'm gonna be 45 by the time Grand Theft Auto 6 comes out.
1: Sadly, yeah, that's the sad truth that we're all gonna face because, yeah, I just feel like it's never gonna come out.
0: I just want to play as a badass woman in the city. That's all I want. Like, yeah, I can do that online and fuck around with people, but, like, storyline-wise, that'd be dope.
1: Oh, it would. Yeah, that's for sure, but I mean... It's never gonna happen. I just feel like we're gonna be waiting forever for it to come out, so you're gonna be waiting a while.
0: I know. They're gonna have, like, five different consoles by the time the game comes out, and then no one's gonna be able to play it because they're gonna have everything for the yeah. older shit.
1: Yeah. Oh, no, it sucks.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So, a question that I always like to ask, because I like hearing the answers, and since you listen, you already know what's coming. If you could have a dinner with any three wrestlers, dead or alive, who are you picking and why?
1: So, my explanation probably isn't as interesting as some of the ones you've gotten, because I'm I'm not a detailed person whenever I give answers. Sadly. But... Uh, first, I'm going to go with my favorite of all time, uh, someone I grew up watching, and I, as a child, imitated him like crazy. So I'm going to go with Shawn Michaels. He was always my favorite growing up. I, I just think he could give some really cool stories about uh, stuff he's witnessed in the past. You know, the Attitude Era was a wild time and everything even before that. So I just think he can give some cool stories. Uh Second, I'm going to go with my favorite currently right now. And it was tough to choose out of two guys because I had his, Like, I have two current favorites. Uh, But I just think his personality is unbelievable. And you see him in character, and now you're seeing him right now out of character. And I'm going to go Bray Wyatt. I just think Bray is just unbelievable right now. He seems like he's just a cool, uh, just down-to-earth guy. And Mm -hmm. right now, you're seeing him kind of out of character. So, I just think it would be something cool to even talk about with him. And he always... Uh, talks about new orleans even though he's not really from new orleans so just uh just hearing the connection he would have with uh, with the state of louisiana and uh even the city of new orleans would be something cool to hear from him and i always told myself i was gonna pick someone who's not alive no more and if i'm gonna choose somebody and this was tough because there's so many good ones i think i'm gonna go with the one that maybe shocked me the most when he passed and that's eddie guerrero i just think his personality like i said it's for me, it's all about personality. You know, Bray, I said it. Shawn Michaels, I want to hear the stories. But Eddie Guerrero seems like, even though uh, he was, like, a true character, uh, just, you know, during his time with wrestling and uh, seeing some of his out-of-ring uh, stuff, I think his personality was unbelievable. And I would just love, just like Shawn, just to hear kind of stories about stuff that's going on. So, yeah, that's I mean, that's the three I'm going to choose.
0: That's a, that's a pretty solid three if I do yeah. say so. I mean, HBK who's been doing it for years and now he's like in the backstage stuff so you can get like an aspect of that. Bray yeah. who is probably one of the greatest storytellers in this generation of wrestling with all of the character work he has done and with everything mm-hmm. now all it was months of build I and mean, we knew, we all knew it was Bray, but the oh, yeah. fact that they built it for months and all of the clues so just getting to learn about that kind of stuff and then eddie fucking guerrero who was eddie guerrero like the stories that man could tell would be ridiculous i think eddie's eddie and hbk are very popular answers for this
1: Mm, yeah
0: i would have to go back and try and I should do that. I should go back and, like, look through all the answers people gave and see who has been said the most. I'm going to do that tonight after we're done with this. (laughs) So when you see a tweet later that explains... People who are watching this in two weeks are not going to remember this. So when you see a tweet later tonight about this, you'll know why. that's... (laughs) I love that. And those are great answers. I love that so much. So any advice you would like to give to the people watching or listening. It could be about podcasting. It can just be life advice in general. Anything you'd like to give advice on.
1: Keep it uh, short and sweet. You know, um, I'm going to give some advice to people who have given advice to me and told me the same thing. Uh, when it comes to doing shows, to doing, it doesn't matter if it's an audio recording, a live stream, because live streams seem like they're more nerve-wracking because people are watching you, mm-hmm. and it's like you don't want to fuck up because there's a lot going on and a lot of people are watching and you're like man if I fuck up someone's gonna see it and yep. for me I can't go back and edit it because it's already been done so for me I'm gonna say just be yourself you know don't try to be someone that you're not because I've seen people uh, go on shows and they completely turn into somebody different and that's that's not what I like you know I don't like people who put up a front to try to impress other people and that just bothers the hell out of me because there's so many people I know that have, have tried doing this, have tried getting podcasting, and they turn into a whole completely different person. And that's like a huge uh, red flag for me. Since I've started doing shows, and you know, and like I said, near two years in, I've always been myself. I always try to be myself. I like to connect with the people who I talk to. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we interview people, I'm always down to earth with them. If they're down to earth with me, I never. I never try to mess that up, you know. I want someone to get a good first impression of it because I want that opportunity of either having them back on the show for a future interview, maybe like a down the line thing. Maybe if they had more success down the road, mm-hmm. then for sure we want to have them back on. And even for someone maybe like like yourself, if you ever joined our show, and and I always want to make that good first impression because I want uh, someone one day to reach out to us and say like, hey, you know, do y'all have any uh, sort of availability? Because I want to be on y'all show something like that because I know that, uh, that I'm doing something right and someone enjoys what I'm doing. So uh, that's the main thing that I want to say to everybody. It's just, it's just be yourself, you know, don't try to be someone that you're not because in the end it's not going to be a good thing.
0: No, that's a hundred percent right. Um, I've had this conversation with a few people, um, like for this, I try and be mm. a little more professional, I guess. I, I, I'm, mm. I'm a very down to earth person. And I usually can keep a cool head, d- depending on topics. Um, but for this, I was just like, I want to f- be more attentive to the people I'm interviewing. Sheely, mm-hmm. I have to pay attention to my co-host, the stream, the chat, my notes, all of that. So for this, I get to just Jesus, sit back, listen, and engage. And I used to hate public speaking. So, the fact that I even do this, I mean, you're probably the same way. Like, you don't really, like, didn't approach people. It, I, we're very similar in that aspect. So, being yourself is definitely a huge piece of advice. I, I 100% co-sign. Like, I, it, I could see why people wouldn't. It's kind of like um, some wrestlers, they are themselves just whatever and then on screen they just amp it up a little bit
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I could see why right. some people do that like that makes sense but being a completely different person no mm-hmm. no you don't You don't have to do all that right and so kind of like transitioning into that another one I like knowing the answer to you're writing an autobiography of your life so far what's your title and why are you choosing your title
1: Oh, boy. I guess I didn't watch enough of the series. <laughs> care this my god. Uh, this is this is kind of a thinker, because, because as I mentioned about, you know, getting into shows and, and just getting myself out there. It's just seems like what you can even even name something like this, but I don't think I have a clear-cut name for it, but I think it's just anything to have to do with, you know, how I grew up uh, very shy and then getting myself out there. You mentioned about the public speaking. I was like that in high school, in elementary, junior high, everything. Anytime there was something to do about sort of uh, talking in front of the class, I was always trying to find my way out of it. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't do it. It's just something I was not at, uh, something with. So, uh, so while I – it's hard to give kind of like a title to it it would just have to be with anything that would uh just like i said kind of getting into how i was as a child and then right now so kind of like building myself up uh my self-confidence up to actually do something like this and like doing live streams and stuff like that so sadly i can't really answer that too much i'm horrible at like like those uh quick answer uh questions but yeah like you kind of you know catch my drift whenever (laughs) i talk about stuff like that
0: oh no you're you're totally fine like i said i've had people like talk about what they want on the cover of the book and Mm -hmm. and this this answer kind of takes a life of its own sometimes but no that's that's why usually why sometimes i tell people you don't even have to watch because i like getting genuine reactions out of people like Mm -hmm. um the first two reek was the first one he had no idea what the questions were going to be and then matt was right after but reek's episode didn't come out yet so matt couldn't even watch reeks to know what was happening so that those two were like the most raw ones because they were completely in the dark had no idea what was happening and i thank them both so much for doing that and Matt's going to be mad that he keeps getting mentioned on these goddamn episodes. And I'm sorry, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> That's our ongoing gag now, is he gets mentioned every episode. Okay. And not by, not on purpose. Um, ironically enough, one of the last ones I did interview-wise was his wife, whom I love. She's oh, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we try not to bring him up, like, at all. <laughs> but it happens every time. Yeah. It, he's just... He's just this little, uh, like, the center of the wrestling podcast world, apparently. Oh, he's mm-hmm. going to hate this. It's going to inflate his ego so much. You're welcome. <laughs> 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 Alright, so you um, brought up future plans uh, with your two-year anniversary show you guys are shooting soon. Um, within the next, like, month or two, what else do you, like, with world elite or just you yourself have going on that you want to tell the people about
1: so last year jordan and i kind of started our own series uh within world elite uh doing uh kind of like a superstar spotlight where we talk about some of our favorite stuff about them like, like matches moments stuff like that and it was it was a pretty big hit you know it wasn't a huge hit on youtube because that seems like it's hard to get like the love on youtube if you don't have a lot of subscribers mm-hmm. and we're we're struggling right now when it comes to getting them but i mean that doesn't stop ourselves or like lose confidence from doing it because we love doing it and we're gonna be starting up season two pretty soon of that we started last year we did like i think 15 episodes we did uh we picked seven and seven and then we let uh, people on twitter pick like our last combo for the f- uh for the finale and we're gonna be doing uh, something similar to that season two we're gonna have like a lot bigger things we're talking. I think more past and present, uh, rather the present we did last year. Okay. So now we'll, we'll kind of open ourselves up to do a lot more to do past and present superstars. Uh, we'll do the same 7-7. Seven seven. We'll let the people pick our season finale again. Uh, really and truly, that's the only future stuff we got coming up. We got some more uh, live streams, more prediction shows coming up in the next few weeks. Uh, I know Marcus has his stuff he does with the Royal Rumble episodes. He does WrestleMania uh, leading to Mania season. And just hoping to get more interviews. Uh, We have one coming up in a few weeks with an indie wrestler, uh, Stormy Renee. She's been on our list for a while. She was on our list last year prior to some stuff going on with the show where we had to cancel it. We had her booked a few times. She had stuff coming up. I had stuff coming up, and it just never lined up to where Mm -hmm. we could finally uh, nail down a date to do something. So we finally got something in a couple of weeks. So hopefully from now to two weeks, some other stuff doesn't happen and then we have to cancel her again but other than that we don't have a ton coming up we normally plan our stuff like the week uh before Mm -hmm. so we don't have any long-term plans other than the normal series that we do uh we have a survivor series review coming up we're recording next week as well and yeah i mean that's that's really all we got going on right now we're more like a week before planned than like we are long term
0: uh, hey, nothing wrong with that. I like I said, like i was telling you before, I have some of these kind of just like stockpiled, ready when when need be. Um, uh, but then there's times where I'm scrambling trying to find interviews. Um, mm-hmm. is there a, a anyone you want like as either like a bucket list for like the end of the year or for like next year? Is there uh anyone you guys want to interview? Whether it's just like indie superstar or anything like that
1: so we uh, reached out to quite a few talents from AEW because we have set our uh, goals on on interviewing bigger people like we love the indie uh, people we interviewed they have all been so cool to us and like i said there's been some that's been signed other places like mlw we got alex came before who's with them now masha Slamovich, that's with impact now she just uh, fought jordan grace for her title mm-hmm. at bound for glory uh we reached out to a lot of people and the only response we got back was ethan page when and he gave the uh he gave the email to send and you know let them know that he wrote back so he's interested but we have to you know get their approval and unfortunately they didn't have any spots available for him so now my goal now is so try it again a little while later down the road maybe you don't have something open up for him but Ethan Page I always watch his vlogs he does with the toy hunting I think that's a pretty cool thing he always brings on different people and whatnot. so I would love to have Ethan Page on I think it would be a, a really cool interview I would love to talk to him about all the vlogs he does and stuff like that but yeah that's kind of like the goal I'm set for myself right now is try to get a lot bigger people and this is no disrespect to the indie people we love them uh, they are, have been absolutely great to us but I want this show to get bigger uh, we just landed our first, like, like, actual sponsorship, which is a trial right now with Manscaped, and uh, we have to, like, you know, go through a whole thing about uh, getting that long-term deal with them. So hopefully that all uh, works out good, but I feel like it will. But for me, I feel like the show is just getting bigger and bigger and bigger, you know, so I want to land more sponsorships. I want to uh, talk to more people that have done work with AEW, and even I'm mean, the hardest one to get, and that would be WWE. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like, you know, this show can only get better from here on out and getting some people like that will easily help us with that.
0: Oh, 100 percent. And there's nothing wrong with wanting to grow your show and make it a a bigger thing. And that's one of my future things is eventually go on to wrestlers and things Mm -hmm. like that. Is that I was just like, podcasts are easier because they're easier to contact and Twitter's a thing for now, maybe. um So we're just going to keep yeah. using this. um But then that kind of just opens the door and I get to meet more people. Like, you and I have had conversations before. And, like, I think mm. we talked about, um, I can't remember if it was before we started recording or not, that the one episode of Smackin' Her wasn't on, you were on. So we've kind of, mm-hmm. like, crossed paths here and there. And... The offer I like. I will be on your show whenever. I will just throw that out there as well. Let me know when and if I'm free. I'm yeah. definitely oh, down. Okay. Uh, so I always leave it up to you guys. Um, any questions you have for me, I will answer anything and everything.
1: So I guess I'll start off by asking you how you got your start. You know, uh, you like you asked me. You were interested. I'm also interested in how you got your start into the world of podcasting.
0: Yeah. Um so um it was I don't even remember how like when during the pandemic I was I tweeted something about wanting to be on a podcast. Uh cuz this was like around like AW stuff and I was mainly tweeting about that and then I uh, Stephen from Wrestling News World was like dm me and i was like mm, man telling me to slide in his dm's kind of weird but i did it anyways um you know one of the perks of being a woman on the internet it's super fun uh so i i did dm him he said he had a friend who was doing a show needed some for AEW. that led me to kyle from smack Raw. uh had like a interview zoom process thing that went fine i was on the next monday i was the only girl with them Mm -hmm. i was there for a year uh at one point i hosted five or six shows in a week in a row um it was right before i got my wisdom teeth out so i was like i want to crank all these out i want to do my part i was a originally brought on for aw dynamite recaps and i'm talking like beat by beat recaps which killed me I will never do a B-by-B recap ever again because I did it for a year and it was the worst thing I've ever done. (laughs) But, um, so I was mainly brought on for that. I would help on with Monday Night Raw recaps and then things kind of switched around. People were leaving the channel. So then I became Monday Night Raw with Kevin and then NXT with RN because that was around the time NXT and dynamite were going head to head so we kind of yeah. decided well there's two twitch channels we can use so we kind of just split the team and we guys we would live stream against each other basically which at the time doesn't really make sense but that's fun and then once i hit a year i decided i was going to branch out on my own well i Brought Savannah, my co-host, on with me. We did like ten episodes of Sheely on SmackDraw, and it was kind of around that time I was like, I think I want to do something by myself or like on my own. I brought Savannah with me. Sheely Showcase was born, and a year later we just hit a year of Sheely. Last month, yeah, I don't I don't remember anymore. Last month we hit about a year of Sheely. Uh yeah that's that's the story in a different way that I've told it before on the show so hopefully people enjoy a different take on it
1: so have you ever been to any live shows before
0: live shows yes um oh god most recent one was when Monday Night Raw came to Pittsburgh I was there that was when um oh my god who won the tag titles fucking uh raquel and Aaliyah. was
1: okay. it them did they win wait 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 uh it's, it's, it's not the most recent one huh the when it
0: was the first it was i know it was dakota kai and Io Sky, and i think it was yeah i think it was alia and raquel when like the tag title tournament was like Ending.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 it was Aaliyah in them, yeah. And, and I completely forgot up.
0: it was Aaliyah, because I was shocked that they won. I was like, what the fuck is this?
1: It was I, yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, so that was the most recent one. Um, I've been going to shows since I was a kid. It um, Pittsburgh, they usually come through at least once right. a year for a long time, so I was always going to shows as a kid. Um, I actually just did a separate little show I'm doing on this channel because I don't do enough. Um, talking about the first time and the only time I've been to WrestleMania. And okay. it was uh WrestleMania 23 in Detroit. Oh. oh, yeah. That was uh the Battle of the Billionaires. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. What a time. What an experience. Yeah. It was like a, I think I was 10. Wow. Yeah, I hope that makes people feel old, by the way. Oh, <laughs> but i just traveled to vegas last year for the first it was my first time in vegas i went for summer slam and then this past uh july i was there for money in the bank so Mm -hmm. i fucking love going to wrestling shows i have to go to mania when it comes to philly it's only like a five hour drive from me even though they're the rivals i have to go it's it's perfect
1: yeah, because uh, I've, I've been to countless amounts of, of Raw's, SmackDown's. I went to my first AEW event when they finally came to New Orleans, and they it seemed like they never want to come back, but they always go to Chicago all the time. So <laughs> it's like Chicago gets all the AEWs, yep. and it seemed like Louisiana gets like like almost nothing. And, and the crazy part is, is that New Orleans gets a lot of the shows because I don't know if you remember a few years back, but they uh, did a show in Lafayette, and it was known as one of the worst crowds ever. And when they debuted Gargano and Champa, oh, they debuted a lot of NXT people, yeah. and there was, like, no reaction. Sadly, I was in that crowd at mm-hmm. the Cajun Dome in, in Lafayette. And, and the crazy part is I'm not going to vouch for these people because it seems like they never seen, a, like, an episode of NXT in their life or a takeover. <laughs> but it wasn't as bad as what people make it out to be because it was loud to some extent, but, yeah, it was still pretty embarrassing. And to say I was a part of that crowd sucks like it was it was bad because mm-hmm. i've been like i said to a lot of wrong smackdowns i was bad i've been to let's see, three wrestlemanias uh, they had two in new orleans they had 30 and 34 at the superdome and then we traveled to dallas for a uh, 32 that horrible main event with uh, triple h and roman mm-hmm. uh, where we all knew roman was gonna win the title from triple h and i've been to two royal rumbles one in san antonio in 2017 where we thought roman was going to win again he was the 30th entrant. everyone was pissed and uh, orton ended up winning it and then we went to the one in houston right before the pandemic where edge came back Uh, and that was (laughs) that was a crazy scene seeing edge come back and even being there live that was so cool
0: That's actually. uh, I was just talking to Savannah, my co host, about it last night. Um, Mm -hmm. The only one of like the big, they're calling Money in the Bank like the big five now. They're adding that for some reason, even though they're like probably getting rid of the pay per view. Um, I only need to go to a Royal Rumble and then I've hit the big four. Wow.
1: Yeah, because. I've never been to Survivor Series, nor have I been to SummerSlam. SummerSlam just came to Nashville, and that's still quite a while from me. So, so I'm not one to travel to a lot. If it's, like, far from me, I'm not one to hop on a plane because, mm-hmm. I mean, for me, uh, for me, I've never been on a plane. Okay. I have no I have no uh, plans on doing so. My brother travels every year uh, by air. He goes to my cousins all the way in Iowa. It's, it's by Omaha. So he okay. travels there every year. likes to go to the College World Series if LSU makes it likes to go watch them so he goes every year but yeah i'm not one to travel a lot when it comes you know i thought it was crazy that we went to dallas i thought it was crazy we went to san antonio for for a show but yeah if the opportunity comes and we're not doing nothing around the time we always like to try to make it so i would love if they would come around new orleans more often uh do a show if they're gonna do like i don't know survivor series or do a summer slam inside the superdome i feel like they can sell it out and they did the same thing with wrestlemania twice so maybe something big like 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 SummerSlam or Survivor Series can do the same thing in the Superdome. Or if not, do the arena that's right next to it. There you go. I don't know. I just there wish they'd go. come more often because they give a lot of shows, AEW to Chicago and more of those, those uh, northern states, uh, like the East Coast and whatnot. I feel like they can come back over here.
0: Yeah, Pittsburgh's only... We've gotten... I th- I was at the first Dynamite that came through. um, And then... When they did uh, the first episode of Rampage, that was also in Pittsburgh. So yeah. I, the two times I think that AW has come through, I've gone and I keep looking at the list. I'm like, they're really not fucking coming back. These bastards.
1: Yeah, no, I know they're hitting. They're hitting California again before they come over to New Orleans. So it's, like, there's no future plans for New Orleans right now. If they came back, I mean, we'd go again.
0: It's yeah. just. It's a wrestling it's show. Like
1: New Orleans was a great crowd. New Orleans was a great crowd. I mean, it was one of like the greatest crowds I've been a part of for an actual weekly show, and it's like they don't want to come back for some reason. It's crazy. It's
0: disrespectful, honestly.
1: It really is. <laughs> oh well.
0: <laughs> Did you have anything else you wanted to ask me?
1: Let's see. Uh, it kind of one that you uh, asked as well. You know, you like you do a lot of shows, you know, smacking at Raw Sheila and everything, is there some sort of like an unexpected moment, kind of like a what the fuck moment that ever happened during a show or something like that for any one of the shows you do?
0: Oh god, I mean any time I'm on Smacking Raw, so like every week, um, yeah. something unexpected happens, if I feel like, uh, especially if we have a guest on uh, We, like I'm a part, I'm just the, I'm just the co-host, um <laughs> but I think it was Last week, if not the week before, since they started live streaming, they have sound bites they use now. And mm-hmm. one of the ones that we, because I was with them when they were trying to figure out the sound bites they wanted to use, the mm. one that was used against me, uh, unbeknownst to me, and I was not happy with at the time, um, it's Shut Up Bitch Swallow. Because if you, you've oh, been on the show, you know Spitter Swallow is the thing. Uh, and it was used against me and I was told it was never going to be used against me. So I was very caught off guard by that. Um, yeah, so that, I was just like, Vince, what the fuck is Vince the one who used it against me? Uh, so then he was just like, I'm sorry. He didn't mean, he was just like, I was just, I was just kidding. (laughs) But it's like, ever since they started using that, the soundboard get used against me a lot. And... Uh, we just did because Matt has like his horror movie podcast now, or his yeah. horror themed podcast called Getting Offed, because it's Matt. Mm-hmm. Um, the one we just did talking about movies that scared us, he said something. <laughs> um, if you look at the tweet that he put out for it, it said something about like absent dads. Don't worry, I checked. That was in reference to me because he said oh. something, and if you watch the video, my jaw drops because I didn't expect mm-hmm. him to say it. And he was, and then after the fact, he was just like, "Was it okay if I said that? Like, are you sure?" And I was like, "It's fine. I joke about it all the time. It's fine. I literally joked about it last night." So it's just, I feel like most of my unexpected moments seem to happen around and with Matt boosting his ego again. Um, but on she lead itself, I can't think of anything. I mean, the chat tends to just have a mind of their own and they kind of just go off and most of the time i ignore it especially if they're just Mm. communicating with each other going back and forth um there was one time i was doing a solo episode because savannah was uh busy so i was just like i'll still put out a show fuck it and the chat which consisted of all my friends decided to take um wrestlers female wrestlers as like and they like would describe them as like candy bars the entire time i'm doing my show i'm stone-faced not looking at them ignoring them and then after the recording ends i'm still live streaming i look i look at the camera i'm like what the fuck guys (laughs) and then later on because we do a question of the week i think of every week for the show uh it was a few weeks ago i decided to like bring that back and i was just like all right since you fuckers wanted to do this why not wrestlers, not just female wrestlers, wrestlers as candy bars, and then they went to town. It was the funniest. One of my favorite episodes we've done was specifically for that question. Yeah. It's a time over here.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I got one more. Uh, So, something similar also, you know, there's a lot of people I absolutely dream of interviewing, and, and the thing, I put my dream interview kind of in perspective as more of a realistic Something, cause I mean, if I was gonna like, set a dream, I was obviously gonna go like really big. Like favorite of all time, Sean Michaels. I'd love to have him on, but I know that's I'm more than likely never gonna happen. Yeah. So what's like your dream, but also uh, realistic uh, person you would love to interview one day? Uh, just, you know, kind of someone you would love to, and like you know you have the opportunity of doing so if if the opportunity ever came.
0: Uh, so one of the big ones I think would be Renee Paquette. Oh yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. inspiration doesn't even begin to describe it. I love everything she does. She has her sessions podcast, um, and -hmm. now she's with AEW with Mox, which that's amazing. But she was always Mm -hmm. one of those people that I wanted to interview for so long, and I still do. Like, it's not, and I think it might be possible one day. Um, yeah, it would just be so interesting to get her perspective on being a woman commentator on the main the flagship show for like a year that she was on doing all mm-hmm. the backstage stuff all the backstage stuff now with AEW, i personally think she should have been brought on as a commentator and got rid of jr but that's just me it's fine um yeah. <laughs> see people agree uh, but yeah, just <laughs> getting to talk to her and like all the people she's talked to and like talking about all of that would be incredible. I would love mm-hmm. the opportunity. Either her, um, Lita, was my favorite woman wrestler. Still, kind of is. Mm. Um, when she came back early last, like early this past year. Yeah, mm. Was that this past year?
1: Think. Yeah
0: i honestly can't remember time time doesn't exist these past few years uh (laughs) but like Mm. when she came back for this last run i was losing my mind i like started crying because i was like i love her so Mm. much i've seen her wrestle live a few times but getting to talk to her and like all the shit she had to deal with back then oh my god that'd be incredible and and victoria Mm. because that's also like she deserves so much better and I've, I've seen her get interviewed every once in a while. And I'm like, God damn it. I want, I want the interview. And I know people who I'd, I'd, I'd have to do that one with other people. Cause I know other people who would want it. So I'd be like, I have to share the wealth. I have to share the love. If we can tag team an interview, I'm, I will take the hit with it. Cause then I just be too nervous.
1: Of course. Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: Cause like I've met wrestlers and I don't usually, like, I met Hangman, like, earlier okay. this past year. Yeah. I didn't stumble over my words, I wasn't scared, which is shocking, because as we both talked about, we don't do that kind of thing, <laughs> and we kind of had to build right. ourselves up, but with yeah. w- with wrestlers, I feel like I can keep my composure, unless it's Adam Cole, then all things are out the fucking window, because that's that's my guy right now. And has been for NXT. Yeah, he's right there.
1: Yeah, but see that behind you.
0: (laughs) He's actually (laughs) my little co-host. Ah, see that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's that's
0: that's an ongoing gag. Is they think he doesn't? They think he moves like off camera, like he's like possessed Mm. or something. No, he's he's just there. He's a watchful eye. (laughs) God damn it. That's so good. (laughs) Uh, But. Any Anything else you want to ask me or talk about?
1: Yeah, I'm not a man of many questions. So, unfortunately, I, I really don't have a lot more. Like, when it comes to asking questions, I have, like, the prep for a while to really get something going. So, uh, when we interview people, I have to, like, I have to sit in a room by, like, you know, just by myself and, like, okay, do I ask this? Do I not ask this? I don't want to ask something that they'll be uncomfortable with. I don't want to go too far asking someone something. So, yeah, I think I think I asked everything I needed to.
0: And that's hey, that's fine. I've had people just ask me like one question. So this is that's perfectly fine.
1: Oh, oh yeah.
0: Um all right. Well, thank you, Dylan, so much for doing this with me. Uh you know you have to plug your socials, plug world elite, do all this stuff. So go ahead.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. From my uh personal Twitter, I'm at Dylan bear underscore. Uh if you follow me on there, my timeline consists of me just uh, retweeting different episodes because i run the world elite page as well so i'm constantly retweeting that or if it's a sunday or a monday then i'm constantly bitching about the saints because we're in between not doing well or just doing well as we did last week so you'll see me complaining like hell on twitter during football season so if you don't mind me ranting, then you're good to follow me. If you don't, then I wouldn't suggest doing so, but uh, you can go ahead and follow me if you're not already. Uh, World Elite Podcasts, we're on Twitter at World Elite Pod, Facebook, YouTube, wherever. Subscribe, follow, whatever you want to do. Uh, check us out. I know this is going to come out on a different day, but we're live streaming tonight, Crown Jewel Predictions, uh, not long after this, actually. So I got to start prepping for that once this is over. But like I said, I'm not pressed for time. Uh, they can wait. <laughs> to amazes me. I was I was gonna stay on, I was gonna stay on here as long as you wanted to have me on, so I am not I'm not impatient whatsoever. But yeah, we're everywhere. All the audio platforms, all the live uh, video platforms, wherever. Uh, not much merchandise out right now, as as of right now. I'm, I'm trying to piece together some more stuff. And if you're in, if if uh, your guy watching this and you like to shop on Manscape, we just got sponsored by them. Uh, promo code WEP to get twenty uh, percent off and free shipping. So it doesn't help, it doesn't hurt to plug that as well.
0: No, hey, plug it all, dude, as you should.
1: That's all. That's all I got, though.
0: All right, uh, and I gotta do my spiel. Of course, you can follow me on Twitter at kateras13. Link to get about, things, she lead showcase, sheleadshowcase Typically Thursday, six p.m. Eastern, roughly, and if my internet holds out. YouTube.com slash Showcase. I say watch the videos because they're way more entertaining. Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, if you like to listen. She leads the brand, the weekly show, Inside the Mind of that you're currently watching is my interview series that I do. In the Crowd is currently on hiatus because I'm blaming Justin from Get Show for not getting back to me with people. I'm just putting all the blame on him. I'm sorry, Joss. <laughs> um, my co-host Savannah has... Uh, The New Japan Takeover, which is currently on a hiatus, but she has episodes talking about all things New Japan, and she has a new show coming out soon once they reshoot it, because she had some hardware issues. Uh, And then I'm (laughs) doing another show, because I don't do enough. Um, It's gonna be called Storytime with Katie Kinsey, and then I have Bebe really small, because I don't know, like, legally if i can use that so it's just gonna be really tiny at the bottom um and i'm just gonna go through and tell stories about my wrestling experiences that i've had like i was telling you the first one that will be coming out is about the first time and the only time i've been to wrestlemania just short little youtube stuff that i decided to do because i feel like i'm a good storyteller and obviously the biggest shout out goes to justin from heel tactics who has created the music for all the shows i just named yeah that man has created music for them this i'm so excited for people to hear the story time one because it's so different and i like challenging him and he listens to my requests so thank you justin for doing all of that and thank you again dylan so much for doing this i had a blast hopefully In we there. will work together soon whether it's on oh, it's your show my show Matt's show whoever show we will get yeah. it done i promise oh wow
1: Absolutely. Whenever you want to link up again, I am I'm all down for it.
0: We we will talk after this and we'll set something up. But Absolutely. thank you everyone for watching and listening. Till next time. Bye-bye.